648 on Lacrosse Talk on WICM. The market, the recovery, I, yeah, I don't know, all things financial, our uh, guru, who makes it at least simple to understand, even though it's a complicated issue, is uh, Jim Nallad. Thanks very much for talking with us this morning. You don't mind being our guru, do you? That's, that's not too much pressure. Well, I, don't, I don't know if I've earned that title, but uh, I, I'm pleased to talk with you. Well, Mark and I are both independently wealthy now based on the insider. Inf- oh, I'm sorry. I was supposed to say that on the air. <laughs> no, no. I, well, I appreciate it. Well, let me just, uh, you know, we have to go over some of the uh, yeah, some of the the details that we've talked about before. Three days to crash. How long to come back? That's a great question. Um, the Dow futures, uh, the market futures this morning are pointing downward, so I think the volatility is certainly going to continue until um, folks around the uh, globe settle down a little bit. Um, I think this is a, a great time. This might sound crazy to many, but those people who are contributing to their retirement funds on a monthly basis are, are really in a great position taking advantage of these swings in the market. So there's some silver lining in all of this, although it's very unsettling. There's no doubt about it. Well, the, and the silver lining is if you have any uh, uh, cash that isn't earmarked for life uh, or bills, put it in the market because, wow, when the market does recover, it will increase in value substantially relatively quickly. Well, I think that's true. And I think folks that uh, have idle cash sitting on the sidelines should still be patient but that, that money should be ready to be deployed right. because there's no doubt opportunities are, are getting to be uh, really quite interesting. I know that a lot of people right now rolling their eyes thinking, what, what do you think, Hayes? You think we're all Bill Gates or, or Warren Buffett? You don't need millions to make money in the market. But, you know, a hundred bucks could turn into a pile of cash right down the road. Well, and I think the, the reality is, is that the vast majority of people uh, are invested in mutual funds, right? And by contributing to those mutual funds on an ongoing basis, uh, their dollar cost averaging, which is the intelligent way to invest. Those with individual stock portfolios have seen the gains of uh, 2019 uh, dissipate, but haven't been wiped out yet. Um, and I think the uh, what I've said so many times, and, and you've heard me say this, is that you have to be there all the time and take the good with the bad because over long periods of time, the good tends to uh, override the bad. I'm curious, when we refer to the market and they, why is the market run by such a group of nervous Nellies? Uh, you know, we've, we've shaken our heads about it so many times. When, when the world coughs, the market catches COVID-19. They're having a bird. I don't understand why. Well, I think it would be referred to as herd mentality, ah. and, and that simply happens, um, uh, and oftentimes without sound rationale. But I think this, this virus um, and the monetary impact it's going to have across uh, industry sectors is, is definitely a concern for certainly short-term investors. Uh, long-term investors uh, will hold steady and probably fare okay with all of this unless we're into a, a long-term bear market, which doesn't appear to be the case. The underlying economy 
continues to be relatively strong. We've certainly got the travel and hospitality industries uh, that are being affected most. Um, but overall, uh, my sense is that we'll come through this if we're patient. What is it that they, those uh, invisible market gurus, uh, need to hear or see before they recognize that uh, the market is a place for for future. The market is a place for growth and stability and and uh, uh, I don't know. It, when the market is doing well, even people who aren't deeply in the market feel better about everything around them. So they need to hear or see something to get everybody back into a better mood. Well, I think there's there's a couple of things. I mean. Uh, probably isn't going to change until we stop seeing pictures of empty airplanes, uh, large events being canceled. Um, the number of uh, folks in the United States, I read this morning, that have contracted the virus is up to about 130,000. Um, and I think there's 4,000 or so that have, have died, uh, mostly all from the, the vulnerable uh, older populations. Um, and so if that, that continues, this, this will continue. But once that and those numbers begin to reverse, uh, things aren't going to get back completely to normal. Uh, when China gets back to work, is that going to help since they have so much uh, influence on the manufacturing of so many goods purchased by uh, by the United States, by residents here? Yeah, that's, that's a tricky question, too, because there are many folks that question whether or not any news coming out of China is real. And I Except guess the, the market is, believes is that it. If the supply chain were, were to be restored, meaning all of those things that are produced that are incorporated into goods that are finished here uh, were, were to begin to um, free up, uh, that might, that might uh, do it. But I think it's going to have much more to do with uh, whether or not the numbers of those contracting the virus goes up and, and uh, deaths as well. So. Uh, even though, you know, we've talked about comparisons of, of the regular flu and the impact that has, uh, that doesn't seem to be much of a, a, a comparison that people are making today. They're more concerned about the headlines relative to the uh, COVID-19. Sure. Well, and it's interesting that uh, yesterday uh, the governor of California, uh, Gavin Newsom, who is uh, not a fan of President Trump, had glowing words maybe it's because he needs the federal government but he had a a long meeting with the president came out of that meeting had a press conference and had nothing but good to say about the president and the federal response to uh, what california needs uh is more of that going to be necessary whether the governor is is a republican or democrat to fend off uh those in the this country that are blaming president trump for the spread or the lack of preparedness or the fact that uh, in Montana you can't buy hand sanitizer because people are buying it by the case in case someday there might be uh, COVID-19 there on the ranch. Well, <laughs> there's a lot packed into that. Yeah, well, that, that because the media is making a huge deal out of it. The media shows yeah. you shelves uh, where there used to be hand sanitizer. Now there's no sanitizer, but they don't tell you that that shelf is at a grocery store in Nowheresville, America, where there are no cases of COVID-19, just people freaking out. Well, I, I think, isn't it, it, it appears to be, I guess, the 
the case that un- unhappily it's been politicized. I mean, if this were being uh, talked about in the press and in the open as a, a problem that everyone should deal with evenly, that's one thing. Uh, but I think, you know, you've got uh, the need to pay attention, uh, and, and certainly as it relates to your portfolios and your investments, um, the volatility, as I said earlier, is going to continue until some of what you've just talked about goes away. And yeah. I, I don't know if anyone has a timeline to that. Well, in particular, since uh, uh, much of the uh, drive-by media, the national media, will be showing pictures of empty shelves for as long, and as you mentioned, empty airplanes and uh, empty anything that used to be full for as long as they can. Democrats have been told this, especially those running for office, this is a great opportunity for you to make the case for vote for me and I'll do a better job when something like this happens again. It is sad to me to think that you're running uh, for office based on uh, on, uh, on a disease. Well, I, I think that's certainly fair uh, for, for you to have those sentiments. And, and I think uh, people are, are, well, let's put it this way. Uh, the market continues to do what it's going to do. It's been through volatile periods like this before, regardless of whatever the political conditions were. Sad to say, the uh, common discourse uh, in our time has sunk to a low that uh, it's hard for anyone to sort out what the real truth of the matter is. If Democrats and, uh, and, and the media, m- many in the media, will use uh, COVID-19 and the downturn in the market as a weapon, will it be back by November? Will this weapon uh, become uh, a nothing burger, as the saying has gone, uh, by the time uh, you, you vote for the next president? I guess if you or I could uh, <laughs> predict where where this virus is going to go, we, we'd have a better handle on answering yeah. that question. I really don't know, and I don't think anyone does. I, I think what concerns people today is that the um, uh, ongoing concern of big events, traveling, social connections, and so on and so forth continues to be warned against. Um, it's going to be hard to, to work through this until that subsides. You know, you look at, just for instance, uh, March Madness and, and, of course, the NCAA tournaments and um, all of those other events, not just basketball, uh, that may be affected by uh, attendance have great economic impact, but I think as much a psychological impact. And so this this all comes back to how people feel about their investments as well. And we'll be watching uh, those ter- those games. I assume that the games will continue maybe with no fans. As long as there's a camera someplace in the stadium, we'll get to watch from our COVID-19-free space. 